Hey, this is Heidi Dawson. If you love all things health and wellness and style of any kind, hang out here with me each week. I'm obsessed with never-ending improvement, and it's all in an effort to help each one of us live a wildly successful lifestyle. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Hi guys, welcome to episode 309 of the Wildly Successful Lifestyle Podcast. So in this episode, we're going to get real about food. (laughs) I think it's safe to say that it's a favorite topic for most of us. We love to love it and we love to hate it. I used to always say that I'm just not that person that's going to be strict on food. I don't want to be. I want to live and I want to be able to eat whatever I want. Whatever I want included biscuits and pancakes and sandwiches and cupcakes and pizza and Mexican food. Eric and I literally used to eat Mexican food once a week, and it wasn't like the healthy kind. We would do the regular margaritas and chips and salsa, and then we'd also do pizza once a week, which might include a beer or root beer, depending on my mood. (laughs) On top of that, we would eat Chinese with all the rice and the egg rolls and the sugar donut at the end. And then on Sunday, like I talked about it um, on episode 307, we would have pancakes and mimosas because we ran five miles. We thought we were being healthy because the other times when we weren't eating those things, we would eat pretty healthy. We'd have eggs and toast or oatmeal with brown sugar and dried fruit or tacos with no sour cream and no cheese. We thought we were being healthy because we didn't eat fast food. We didn't drink drink Cokes, usually, unless I had a root beer on Sunday. But we also didn't drink juice with all that sugar. We thought we were being healthy because we ate frozen yogurt once a week instead of full-on ice cream. But I also added the little crumpled peanut butter cups and chocolate chips and chocolate syrup on top. Syrup on top. Sounds healthy, doesn't it? And don't even get me started on the almost daily milkshake dressed up like a protein shake I was getting at the gym as a reward for my workout. The Mocha Madness. Don't try it. It's delicious. Do not try it, though. That was what I thought was healthy. That was our nutrition. And I wondered why I was putting on weight. I mean, we thought we were healthy because we exercised three to four times a week. But I also wondered why I felt grumpy and my joints hurt. We were getting our entertainment and our excitement from eating foods that were literally killing us, and we didn't even know it. I mean, we we love to think about food, don't we? We love to talk about it, smell it, eat it. Food is kind of an addiction, especially if you live in America. And no snarky comments if you don't live in America. We know we love food. And we also know that it's become a huge problem in more than one way. We're bigger than ever. We're unhealthier than ever. Our food, in a lot of cases, doesn't even constitute as food. It's designed to look and taste like food, but it is not giving any nutrition to our body whatsoever. Some of the ingredients in our food is actually illegal in other countries. Actually illegal. So, yeah, the so-called food that makes up about 60% of the American diet is not even food at all. And I can say this without a doubt because I looked up the actual definition of food. Here it is. Any nutritious substance that people or animals eat or drink or that plants absorb in order to maintain life and growth. So if you eat something that's causing your body harm and has no nutritious value at all, it isn't food. It's something else. We think that just because the food industry wraps it up and puts it in a grocery store that it's food. But... Food, in order to be food, has to have nutritious value. 
Okay, so if it doesn't, then it's not actually food. And studies show that if it's not actually food, and that's the majority of what we're eating, how are we still functioning? Well, I'm just going to just call it like it is. Barely. Most of us are not even close to functioning at our best. Not even close. And we don't realize it because it's just become the norm. When I was eating the way I talked about at the beginning of the episode, I can tell you that I had headaches all the time, which I would treat with ibuprofen a lot. And sometimes I would have a headache because I hadn't had sugar for an hour or so and my body was craving it. And I knew that just putting more sugar in would fix that headache temporarily. So I'd go grab something sweet and it would fix it, but only temporarily. My body was literally demanding certain foods or it would revolt. I'd created a monster that was always hungry. And I didn't know why when I exercised a lot, I was still putting on weight. So I started cutting out things little by little. No more pizza on, on the, you know, the weekends. No more regular margaritas. No more frozen yogurt or blueberry pancakes and mimosas on Sunday. I started cutting things out. And it helped a little bit, but I still felt tired. And when I finally had enough, I said, okay, I'm going to get my blood work done with a functional nutritionist nutritionist and around came Dr. Osborne and man when he came back after doing all these tests and told me Heidi you are basically malnourished your cells are not getting any nutrition I realized that taking things out that were hurting me was only part of the equation I had to add whole foods foods with actual nutrients back into my diet And I know it's super confusing if you listen to people who are supposed to be in the know as far as food goes, because a lot of times they don't know either. I mean, when you hear a trainer tell you that you don't eat enough, what do you think automatically? (laughs) I should eat more. I think that's one of the most confusing things. I used to be super frustrated. Almost every single one of my trainers has told me that. But eat enough what? I mean, they're not saying you don't eat bread or pasta or you don't eat enough bread or enough pasta or enough cheese or energy drinks or protein shakes. But sometimes when you hear that, that's what you think. And so you start eating more and we know where that ends up. And look, they may have just heard that or read it somewhere and they may not even know exactly what that means. They just know the same as you know that something isn't working. You're not getting enough something to build muscle or feel good or balance out your weight. And we all want someone to tell us what to eat. It'd be so easy, but we know what to eat. We just would rather have a quick fix. And I'm talking from experience here. There's no judgment coming from me. I know. I know it takes time to make a big salad every single day, but that's what we need. I know making an omelet or a savory breakfast every day takes time, but that's how you get nutrition. It isn't from the egg bites and latte at Starbucks, and in a pinch, I will still eat that, but I know it's just causing me not to be hungry for a moment. I don't eat it thinking I'm getting nutrition because I'm not. So back to my nutritionist, Dr. Osborne, he gave me a 10-week protocol This has been about a year and a half ago, and I literally had to play tricks with my mind about it because at first I was like, there's no way I'm staying on this for 10 weeks. So I told myself I would take it week by week, and I did this, which gave my brain an out. 
which is maybe not the best way, but it worked for me. And so then a week went by and I started feeling a little bit better and my taste buds started to get acclimated to the salads and the lean protein and the lack of refined sugar. Now, don't get me wrong, it was really hard for the first 10 days or so, but then your body really does start craving healthy food. So I don't eat bread anymore or rice or pizza or out or tortillas. I eat a huge salad every single day. I eat eggs every single day. I'll eat an apple and almond butter and I eat bacon and sardines. Now, I do have a protein shake after I work out also, but it's one that I make at home. And it's got vegan organic protein. It's half a banana, frozen zucchini, fresh ginger, spinach, and almond milk. It's divine. It is so good. Way better than the milkshake I was getting at the gym. And I am not being judgy here. I'm being real with you. I love you and I want you to feel and look your best. I want you to be living a wildly successful, life, healthy lifestyle where you're thriving, not just surviving. That's possible for each one of us. We just have to wake up and realize that we are bombarded with food commercials and food smells and food porn and confusion about what to eat just about every second of the day. And the less you allow that stuff in, the less you'll be tempted by it. And what that means to you, I, I'm not sure. But I'm very careful about what I allow into my brain because if you're bombarded with a cheeseburger or pizza ads, you're eventually going to have a cheeseburger or a pizza. And like my older sister pointed out, they send those ads right about 5 o'clock in the evening when you're getting hungry. <laughs> we have to realign our ideas of health food. We can't rely on the food industry or even our medical doctors anymore to tell us what's healthy. Not when they're telling us nutrition doesn't matter and they're telling us chocolate milk is healthy. Literally, they used to have a big standalone sign at the gym saying to drink chocolate milk for the protein and the health benefits. Benefits. Do you know how confusing that is for people that aren't doing their own research? Very. But remember, it's corporations' job to make money, not look out for your health. It's your job to look out for your own health. So that means you have to filter out all the things that in your gut, you're like, that doesn't seem like a healthy choice. If that's true and you know it, don't eat it. If you're seeing an ad for it, this is probably a good, good you know, line of thought. If you're seeing an ad for it, it's probably not healthy. I mean, how many ads do you see for salad? How many ads do you see for berries or fish or eggs? You know, the whole foods, the ones that will lengthen your life. You're not going to see ads for those. Next time you see an ad for food, let it trigger you to say, okay, probably not going to eat that. Now, it's not foolproof, but it would be a good start. We are our own best doctor. And if you're having problems, I encourage you to find a holistic nutritionist to work with. It was the best thing I've done in a long time. And if that isn't in your budget, follow the good ones on social media. Dr. Casey Means, Dr. Peter Osborne, Dr. Mark Hyman. There's tons of free podcasts, too, with awesome information out there. I will put those names in uh, the show notes also so you, can, so you can look those guys up. But because you're your own best doctor, you have to get real with yourself about your diet. Are you eating for nutrition or entertainment? Are you eating real food or filler food? Is your body malnourished and that's why you're having mood swings and headaches and joint aches? My guess is yes, because I don't have headaches anymore. And my joints are well on their way to, to full repair. And I do not have huge mood swings or swings in energy because I don't have the sugar highs and lows, those carbs highs and lows. 
My challenge to you today is to simply write down everything you eat for the next three days, just three days. What percentage of it is processed filler food and what percentage is whole foods? Studies show the average is 60% processed, which is why we are where we are. A good first goal would be just to kind of flip that. Try making it 60% whole foods, 40% processed. That's a good goal to start with. So work in a huge homemade salad for at least one meal every day. And don't drink your calories just for one week. Stick to black coffee, sparkling water, and unsweet iced tea. Those are pretty safe. And you see if there's any improvement in your moods or your headaches or your energy at the very least. It's not easy, but you're worth it. I love you guys. I'll talk to you in a few days. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends because we're just going to keep going bigger and better places together. And I love that about us. Talk to you in a few days.